stuff to talk about, man. All right, I, got, I mean, shit, we should just get into it then, right? I mean, boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh, man, let's let's get this party started. That's right. In that case, on that note, welcome. It's a, It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. Actually, in fact, uh, so, you know what? I'm not going to throw shade at you yet. I'm going to give us a second here because I was going to say it's longer. It's even a day uh, longer than it should have been. Um, <laughs> technically. Yes, but, yes, it is. Okay. But my name is Scourge. That's what they call him. And I'd be Suku. And we're... I'm just kidding. Uh, so we, this is the Neon Valley Podcast. <laughs> You're fairly godparents. <laughs> Which one of us would be Wanda and who's Cosmo in this situation? I feel like you're more Cosmo energy. Yeah, um, I was just going to say the, the, the just chaotic uh, random elements to his personality. Yeah, and I love pink, so... Yeah. It works out. Great artist. She's uh she, she works with Eminem. You know, I'm a big fan. So what? I'm not a rock star. Whatever the fuck that is. Okay. Welcome back, guys, to the <laughs> holy shit. I actually don't fucking know what episode this is. Seven. Holy shit. So, and I only know not, and I only know because you just showed me. It's not. I wanna say it's eight or nine. I think it's nine. I don't the, think the, we've hit ten yet. So Joseph That sounds about right. Cut out whatever number is correct. And put it over this part right here. Okay, you ready? Welcome to the eight. episode of Neon Valley. <laughs> episode uh, eight. That's motherfuckers. Right. That's right, motherfuckers. So yeah, I was going to throw a little shade your way, Mitchell. Uh, but all in good jest. Because we were supposed to record this last night. Um, but someone had a little too much fun on the golf course. Okay, so let me let me not just talk about what happened on the golf course. I then came home and realized I had like five writing assignments, oh. um, a quiz, and then an accounting quiz and an accounting homework. And I started it. And then I realized I was so like a mixture of drunk and hungover at the same time that I was getting the spins from looking at my screen. So I actually oh, no. had to lay back for a second and just, <laughs> just chill um and then and then i i don't think i've ever powered through so much homework so well in such a short period of time but uh it, it took every ounce of strength in me i'm just glad i could be here today oh my god that's that's amazing i'm i'm proud of you mitchell i should have made you do the podcast now that i think about it i should have just been like nope put aside an hour and a half let's go no i'm just we're kidding. doing it we're doing it live <laughs> to be honest i i kind of was wasn't feeling it either uh like i wanted to do it but i me and audrey went to go see renfield and i had a few drinks and the drinks made me sleepy and wait just, just the way the way you prefaced that was like let's see renfield and uh had a few drinks because it really brought me down and i <laughs> Needed a drink after watching that. No, like, it sounded like you needed to have drinks after seeing Renfield. It was so bad. No, no. I that's funny enough. The exact opposite. Renfield is a nine out of ten, baby. It is really good. It's it's fucking. Mwah. Movies are fun again, Mitchell. Movies can be fun again. <laughs> oh, and you know that guy was in um the zombie one that we really liked. It was like the the zomcom. Zom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warm bodies. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> not a very memorable Yeah, title. he's the zombie boy. He's zomboy. Yeah. Do you not notice what else he was just in? Come on, man. 
What else was he? <laughs> we had a whole episode about it. He was the guy in the menu named Tyler. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> that's... I feel like he, he got a little bit of size, like homeboy worked out a little bit to, to play Tyler. Yeah, oh I thought he, I thought he was scrawnier. Oh no, I don't know why I don't know why I was thinking that he was the the chef that that unalived himself. Never mind. I'm yes sorry. it is. That's um, what I'm talking about. Oh. I don't know why then I thought I was picturing him as Oh wait, no, the, the chef guy was, no, that no 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 I'm sorry. They both unalive they both unalive themselves, but you're right. He's technically not a chef. I'm not talking I'm talking about the main character. Sorry, we're getting so off the rails already. Oh we my did, god. <laughs> we said we weren't gonna do this and we are immediately okay. doing it. Oh, that's okay, hilarious. now I think now I think we're on the same page. Yes. Or at least we're in the same book. Okay, but I do need to clarify you you do know who we're talking about now. That yeah, that Renfield is the same guy from the menu. Who brings the girl to the island or whatever? Christopher Walken. Exactly. Uh, but no, Renfield... Yeah, no, no, no. The, the main character. The main character. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I know. Uh, no, Renfield yeah, yeah. was really good, though. Um, way gorier than I was expecting and that the trailers lead on. Um, oh, I like that, actually. You know what? That's smart. You, you promise less, deliver more. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's way better than the trailers that show all the good shit in the trailer, and then you get to the movie, and you're like, well, no. there was a bunch of bullshit in between the five minutes that was good that they showed me. But, no, this was the opposite. Yeah, everything they kept out of the trailers was actually genuinely a surprise. It was really good. The gore was... The gore was almost silly. Like, it was so much, and it was clearly CGI, you know? But it, it was like... Yeah, it was almost it ridiculous. fit the movie's like theme yes yes oh and yeah the aesthetic and the vibe they were going for it was goofy like i don't want to say the movie felt like a quentin tarantino film that's not what they were going for but that's what the level of blood like the end of Django unchanged yeah or Django unchanged yeah unchanged <laughs> i don't even know if you heard me say the wrong word because they're so similar but i, I um he's on un he's an unchanged man is all i know uh, he has not been changed by anything or anyone. He can't be. He can't be. Uh, okay. So <laughs> well, if we're, you know what? If we're talking about movies, mm -hmm. yes, I got to give my roses. Got to give my flowers to the Super Mario movie. That shit was incredible. Saw it in IMAX. I might see it again. I am genuinely interested in seeing it. Uh, that and that's the biggest praise I can give it because from the first trailer that they released and the announcements for it I genuinely thought like oh this is gonna suck like this is gonna really yeah I don't know only because I think if there was something about the vibe I was getting and don't and don't make me say it I don't want you to say it but I was getting free guy vibes okay uh, <laughs> I was getting free guy vibes all right um, no, there was something about the casting choices that didn't make sense to me. But then as they started releasing more trailers and more stuff, I was like, it was piecing together like, okay, this is the kind of movie they're making. This does work. I, it, you know what I mean? Like I, there was something about it out the gate that I was like, this is either genius casting or the worst casting I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it, and you know what? They did a great job. It was intentional. Um, when you see the movie, it makes sense. I understand what you mean about the free guy thing. And 
there's almost an element of it there. And if you're wondering what we're referring to, you should check out uh, link in the description. Scourge's video on Free Guy. Please, it, it consumed six months of my life. Please watch it. It has like 400 <laughs> please views. Please watch it. Please. <laughs> um, but uh, so for this movie, they include things, but there's like there's a purpose behind it. So I I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Highly recommend. Oh yeah. Um, and to be fair, in defense of it, like ten out of ten. I it's different because like. It is Mario. So, like, for it to make Nintendo references or Mario references, like, that, it's almost not even a reference. That's the thing in the world of Mario. Like, that's... It, what, it's its universe. Yeah, that's not a reference. Like, in Free Guy, that was its own IP, quote-unquote, that was trying to, you know, use other references to, you know, make itself interesting. Okay, I'm going on a tangent. But you, you get my point. Um, yep. So, with, yeah, with that movie, that's why I don't dock it for anything like that like when it comes to references or things like, because for the most part like if they started okay i'm gonna bite myself in the ass here because i bet they do but if if if, the, if he puts on like an iron man suit i might like roll my eyes a little bit or like if he takes out captain america's shield or something like that you know because then it's like okay well those are just two universes like is this Fortnite or is it mario whatever <laughs> they, they, they reference they reference free guy <laughs> No, they don't. They don't. But I'm just saying oh, it would be. God. I'm just saying it would be funny if they made a reference of Free Guy referencing something that in itself was a reference. Dude, you just like broke my brain for half a second. I thought you were saying he comes out in like a blue shirt and like it's a coffee cup. He comes out as Free Guy. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Okay, oh, okay. He's doing the Free Guy thing. He's doing the Free Guy. Uh, yeah, I absolutely have to go see it. There's actually some banger movies coming out soon. Um, there's the new. Ari Aster movie who made Hereditary and um, why am I blanking Ooh. right now? Uh, another A24 film. Either way, it's Bo is Afraid is the movie coming out. It looks really good. It's got Joaquin Phoenix in it. Ooh, big fan. Big fan. Mm -hmm. uh, the new Evil Dead is coming out. Evil Dead Rise. They both come out this week. That looks really good. I think I saw the both like the, the movie that they did, the remake, as well as the original with you. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah, because there was actually... I think you actually got me into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Usually with most people, I force <laughs> them to watch those kind of movies. And I'm like, you will like this now. Um, dude, the trailer, though, for that movie came on before Renfield. And I think there was a few people in the theater who did not know going into Renfield what it was going to be. And I had heard it was kind of gory. I didn't realize it was going to be that ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there were some people in there like seniors who are just coming in to see a movie on a Sunday afternoon who don't, you know, they're like, oh, Nicolas Cage is in a new flick. I remember him from you know, Con Air. Let me go see. <laughs> uh, he was great in Face Off. A little bit different movie, Grandpa. Yeah, so when the the Evil Dead uh, Rise, I think it's called. I can't remember. Yeah, Evil Dead Rise. That movie trailer came on before, and it was the Red Band, like, rated R trailer. So, like, a couple seconds into it, some girl's scalp just gets ripped off, and you see it happen, and then the, the scalp just gets, like, dropped to the ground, and this... Oh, my God. This, these people in front of me, I think it was, like, a couple were sitting in front of me, I could just see the guy go, oh, oh, no. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's hysterical clearly not the target demographic yeah exactly it, it was a really fun movie experience though like i would say renfield's worth seeing in theaters just for the reactions of people because like you know like you know and i'm not and no spoilers or anything but literally in one fight scene he like 
someone rips off someone's arms and starts beating people with the arms and they're just spewing blood while this is happening. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. It's so it's so good though. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Hell yeah. Um I'm sure there was another there is another movie I was thinking of that I wanted to go see, but I can't think of what it is now. So I think maybe we should just move on to some questions. What do you think, Mitchell? Let's do some question time. Hell yeah, you we want to take the first one? Our, our segments just yet, but uh <laughs> But yeah, question time. Or right, you want to uh, you want to take the first one? You could pick a pick a random question from the list. These actually all by the way, all these questions just rolled in they're hot off the presses from literally like 10 minutes ago not even uh from our beautiful discord the scourge discord so please join the discord you can drop any questions Steam. you want in in response to this episode or whatever you want um please we would love it uh links will be in the description anyway mitchell take a question away all right uh game you're most hype about coming out soon um i actually haven't seen when the release date's going to be but they are doing a new uh naruto borto fighting game so i'm very excited about that Ooh. it's not going to be too different other than adding new characters adding more expansion onto the storyline but at the same time it's it's a fighting game based on a story so i'm not expecting them to generate a whole brand new naruto series story for it yeah uh, but excited that it's coming to the next gen and there'll probably be a lot more interest in more people playing the game so uh, excited to get back into that again it, it looks uh good so far from what i've seen hell yeah that does sound dope you know what? i sh let me bring up whoop <laughs> one second sorry i forgot my i'm using opera now the the search engine sorry i know i'm going on a tangent oh you caved uh, I, I keep thinking about it i keep thinking about it it's nice man for them to sponsor me it's got some nice customizations and like that i it's it is nice uh, and it the reason i like it is it runs less cpu and gpu on your computer so when you're streaming it's easier to bring up and not be as like intensive on your computer as like google chrome and stuff Girl, i'll never be less of a g uh, but the reason I'm bringing it up, I want to bring up like games coming out soon because off the top of my head, I can't, I can't think of upcoming games. I don't know why not. Maybe, maybe there's not much coming out. Uh, okay, let's see. Dead Island Two. I feel like that already came out, didn't it? Maybe not. Uh, okay, the new, the new Star Wars. I did like the first Star Wars game, The Jedi Fallen Order. Um. That was good. The new, yeah. That, oh, yeah. That did look good. Yeah, it's kind of caught like the, uh, what's it called? The D Dark Souls combat mixed with the Star Wars universe. I was, I was very down to clown with that. Uh, Red oh, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, I actually really like that concept. Yeah, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, Redfall, yeah, I don't know. There's, I'm not seeing, cause I'm not really a fighter type game. So, cause there's Street Fighter 6 is coming I'm out. Really I know. Fighter. I'm not, I'm not much oh, of a fighter. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't really play many fighting <laughs> games or anything like that. So, Street Fighter Six, like I, I think a lot of people are hyped for that. Maybe I don't know. Um, not so much me though. That sounds like a game people would be hyped for. See, for me, like the two types of fighting games that I'll play. Oh, well, okay. There's one type of fighting game that I'll play, and there's two games that I have. Um, is the DBZ Fighter and the Naruto Fighter because. I'm bigger on things that are anime related in terms of fighting games. I don't mind. I, I'll play fighting games with my friends, regardless of what the game is. But if I was just going to sit down and play a game myself, 
it, it would realistically have to be something like a, a Naruto or a Dragon Ball game where I can get more behind like the characters. Um, the one thing that just came out, I don't know mm -hmm. if you saw, but Pokemon Stadium is on the Switch and available. Oh, shit. Oh, really? Does it have online capability? Please say yes. It should, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Are you talking like the original 64 stadium or did they remake it? Yeah, oh, dude. Okay. No, oh, so shit. they have they have sections. They have a Super Nintendo section, a 64 section, a Nintendo section, a Game Boy section, and a Game Boy Advance section. And it's not every game, but they have... So one thing uh, Amanda and I are going to do together now is at night before bed, I'll play a little of uh, Ocarina of uh, Ocarina... I was going to say Ocarina before time. Um, <laughs> Ocarina of Time uh, because... As I've never played that with her, and she'll watch because she loves that game. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, yeah, no, that's actually, yeah, I was looking at those games before, because I pay for um, the online thing or whatever, like, you know what I'm talking about, the Nintendo Online, uh, and then I, uh -huh. I remember they added a bunch of games on that, so, yeah, I didn't know they added Stadium, though, so fuck yeah, that's sick. Um, okay, you know, there are, by the way, there is, there is some games. I, I'm an idiot. In literally next month, the new Legend of Zelda comes out on the Switch. Um. Oh. Yeah, so you know your boy's playing that immediately. Uh, that will consume my life for a little while. Immediately. See, this is, this is what I need to remind myself. I cannot buy any games from now until then, because... Of, like that game is just going to consume my life anyway, so I won't have time for any other games. So if I buy another game, it, <laughs> it ain't worth it. Uh, there was another one on here that I saw. Oh, the new Spider-Man Two is supposed to come out this year as well. Wait, no, Spider-Man Two is already. Spooderman, love me Spooderman. Oh wait, no, yeah, it is supposed to come out sometime this year, hopefully. So yeah, I don't know. So there's not too many huge games I'm hyped on this year, other than Legend of Zelda. And, um, yeah, that's a, that's a bound it. That's a brown it. Uh, all right. You know, uh, let me find a question here. There's some good games. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, wait. Did you have any other games that, that you, uh, thought of? Uh, no, those are the only ones that I, uh, had come to mind. Okay. Uh, sick. In that case, uh, <laughs> Okay, we have a couple philosophical ones here. I'm wondering if I want to dive into that yet. Uh, okay, this is an interesting one. In 2006, the Gorillas won a Grammy for Feel Good Inc. Should an award like that go to a band that is essentially fake? Interesting. I mean, but in what sense do you mean fake? Right, because they're there are artists because that's like saying that that would be like saying slipknot is fake right you know what i mean because it's like because slipknot doesn't look like that or sound like that when they walk around in their everyday life you know um yeah it, it's one of those like if if somebody no because i was almost like if somebody made a okay if chip skylark won a grammy but realistically he wouldn't win a grammy the person who played Chip Skylark would win the Grammy. Yeah. And I feel like it works in the same way. So whoever made the gorillas, because that's the thing is without the, because it was the two guys, right? It was somebody who, I might be completely wrong on this, but to my knowledge, it was um, in college, two friends. One was like into making comics and the other one was into making music. And they found a way to combine that. 
I probably completely botched that story. It sounds right. If it's not, it's got to be close because something about that sounds right. Um, whether or not it's two people or more or just one person, I don't. I. I don't. I can't. But either remember. way, somebody like like it's different than like the AI like Drake Weekend song that was just made. Like yes, I was literally about to say I was like that's more of the argument i think that will eventually be made is like if somebody makes an ai album and then that wins a grammy over like real new artists then yeah then then i don't know about all that but for something like the gorillas because i would just call that an art project that's like very uh separated from the person making it you know what i mean because it's like yeah you have people like billy eilish and artists like that that are basically them quote unquote you know they still have a brand and you know obviously um but at the end of the day they're kind of pushing the idea that they are the artist and then you have people even like slipknot who like wear outfits who kind of or corn or or not even corn i'm sorry um like kiss you know what i mean like they had characters that they would play you know or or the great danny sexbang of ninja sex party you know, like, I, oh, I mean, I think Ninja Sex Party, they're all in the same league. Yeah. If they won a Grammy, I would not be like, oh, well, they're just a fake joke band. They're not even real. I wouldn't be like, no, they make music. So, yeah, I, I kind of get what he's saying with the question, but I don't really fully understand. Um, we, we'd probably need more context on, uh, on that, but those are our thoughts. Yeah, because they did quick fire a couple questions, so maybe there's something deeper to that question they meant to kind of say, but yeah, interesting. Yeah, we'll have to bounce some ideas off of people, see what they think, because like, that's an interesting uh, topic when it comes to like art and shit. Like, okay, anyway, Mitchell, next question. All right, three wishes from a genie that can't do anything useful. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's tough. Uh, three wishes from a genie that can't do anything useful okay yeah okay so i i'm I'm not going to try to define what useful is too much like could i just say every new video game that comes out for me is free you know because that's not useful like i'm not getting anything out of that other than saving money i guess like here okay here i'll give you i'll give you one every every car smells like pancakes when you get into it. it smells like pancakes okay okay that is useless Provides no use to anyone that's useless it's it, it's just a thing that now every time you get in your car no matter who you are where you are it's gonna smell like pancakes okay that's what it is so you know what yeah i guess i'm getting into the wording again here because it's like like every pig in the world now has one more useless nipple like on or you know like vestigial Damn. nipple Look at you. You're getting the hang of this useless shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's my first wish. I was born in this. Uh, <laughs> from it. Um, okay. But now that see some of them though, I'm starting to think that they become useful for me because then it's like, I'm fucking with the world. Cause I would say like, I want to double every window in the world or something like, no, cause that maybe that's, is that secretly useful? Oh, I'm, I'm getting too heady here, man. <laughs> getting too heady here. <laughs> Because I'm thinking, like, I just want to do something that'll fuck with someone. Like, oh, no, no, I got it. Okay. Make every piece of wood that exists, like, one inch thicker. There you go. That That is the thing. Here's the thing. 
it would probably cause some kind of catastrophic damage on some degree in terms of the weight in a specific area of a region that is now over a sinkhole or some shit. No, no, no. I would no, love no. if there's anybody out no, here that's no. smart enough to understand yeah, like no. what adding an inch hey, no, no, no. to every piece of wood in existence would be. No, don't worry. The code that Elon Musk wrote for the universe will kind of like adjust itself for the math. Like it's kind of just putting a new number <laughs> into X. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Elon Musk is an AI program. You still think he's a real person. And also in that, in to argue your point, uh, would you say that collapsing buildings over some sinkhole is useful? <laughs> no, I would not say it is. No, in fact, it could be incredibly dangerous, <laughs> potentially lethal, but useful. No, I would not say useful. No, useful is a hard no. Uh, okay. Do you, all right. I don't, do you, all right. Make one more wish. What's what you, every, what's time, your, every, every, every time you log into your computer for 10 seconds, a random song that has ever been existed or put out by any person will play and you cannot put the volume down. You cannot mute it. It just has to play. Nope. Sorry. Doesn't I'm, I'm being the judge of usefulness. You just made that person a quarter of a cent and they have exposure. That's useful, man. That's useful as hell. I'd pay for that kind of. I can't. I can't. I can't not give back. I. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Actually, no. It's only ten cents. You don't get paid for the first ten cents. Yep, we're back in uh, useless territory. Oh, you mean ten seconds? Ten seconds. Yep. Okay. You said ten cents, unless it would cut out. I wasn't. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Well, it definitely it definitely I mean. cut out right there. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right, I got, let's see, let's do like one or two more questions because, uh, because we're already getting up on time here. We should probably start talking about the movie or, or no, we got to talk about AI Ooh. and shit. That's right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do one more. Then we'll talk about, uh, AI for a little bit and then we can get into the movie. All right. You know, I think I might be able to squeeze two in here because this one should be pretty short. Uh, M16R okay. asks you you should consider forex trading and then right below that put just put a question mark at the end and that's my question (laughs) (laughs) we appreciate the clarification yes absolutely and um all right so this was the first question that dropped and you immediately were like what the fuck so i have to ask do you know what forex trading is what what do you think forex trading is is a better question i'll i'll tell you exactly what forex okay trading is so there's two schools of thought now the first school of thought um we really don't like talking about because for x trading um it's human trafficking it's trading your exes uh that treated you poorly in past relationships as a way to get back to the at them for the years of time they wasted in your life Uh, so for x trading I, I wouldn't recommend it, but that's the first school of thought. Like I said, we don't really talk about that as much. Um, how can something... That, that's how, a little how bit can older. You... The second one. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm sorry. I'm going to let you finish. Please, please. <laughs> All right. Now, the second school of thought is the the uh, trading of Forex uh nfts um and so what the forex nfts are is 
it's a picture with four X's on it, but uh. they have different fonts. Oh. And so you have like the, the squiggly font, Ooh. you have like the gothic font, mm. you have like the drippy font, oh. and they're pretty cool. That um, is dope. And That's a good idea. All the money goes to someone. Uh, it might be a profit. It might be non-profit. Yeah. It, it probably is Logan Paul profit probably because it's an NFT. Yeah. Um, but those are my my two what I know of to be the two main schools of thought when talking about the first one much of forex uh, trading. I I love the idea of asking somebody what something is and the like. Could you and the first thing they say is, "Oh yeah, I know what that is." So there's two schools of thought. <laughs> Like, it's like okay. Do you, that? Do you know what it is, or is it a hypothetical thing? Uh, so you are wrong. I, I, you know what? I, I well, it depends. I appreciate that the second one felt like a genuine guess. Uh, because it, it was. You know what? I, I think you could have been onto something there. You, you know, forex trading, NFTs. Well, you know, it's a new world. But no, I. Okay, I haven't gotten into this in a little while because i had my little i had my little like big stint into trading last year and i still do it now but only on like a very minimal level i just kind of buy i just invest um but yeah i had a i had a year while i was on my graveyard shift where i was like really getting into trading and forex trading if i remember correctly is the trading of different countries currencies and then waiting for their currencies to change value or an exchange and then change them back yes for ex foreign exchange trading so you basically would like buy it, that makes sense. you know like a canadian dollar or whatever and then wait for it to fluctuate to be worth more than the american dollar and then trade it for that and then trade that for like a peso and then wait for the those 10 pesos to be worth less than the fucking uk euro or whatever so it's like yeah it's like this insane thing that people use algorithms to trade with and they technically they only change by like the cent but these people are trading like hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars and so it fluctuates by like hundreds of thousands of dollars and then they just trade it's uh, i see yeah like i there's an app i had i can't remember what it was but it literally it gave you this is fucked up shit man i don't even know how this is legal but like they give you a fake five hundred thousand dollars to invest into real forex trading so it's like you get real-time response of what would happen if you had invested your five hundred thousand dollars you know what i mean um oh that's kind of genius in terms of marketing yeah no it because dude within the first like two days i was up like 200 grand and i was like fuck i was like this is easy i was like now if i had five hundred thousand dollars that didn't mean anything and i could try this sure that'd be great i was like <laughs> but i was like god damn if only yeah no it, it, was, it was it was really funny um but okay so yeah that's that was just the quick one the no, I don't want to get into that. It's scary. Uh, I don't have the money. So I need to bring up the trolley problem, Mitchell, because it's in a question here. And okay. So, but let's, okay. So, but let's see, I think he has a specific one. So city in here said the trolley problem, but both of you pick what's on a side of the tracks and discussions get philosophical up in here. <laughs> so wait, okay. So basically they're saying like, make your own version of the trolley problem so instead of like a group of people and one person you know is it like uh, you know all of the money in the world and 
and all of the food in the world. <laughs> That's not a good example. I almost, I have one of them. I'm just trying to think of the second part for you. I have, okay, okay. I have someone in mind, but I'm trying to. Because um... <clears throat> the the idea is that the the one that you change it to should be a little more personal for you, right? And that the the first one is okay. kind of more detrimental to the world. No, I'm I'm just gonna fuck you up. Okay, so <laughs> on the side where there's three. Okay. It's three of your fans. Three random fans. Oh, Jesus Christ. So it could so be the somebody only... you know, but it, it could be somebody you don't know. So the only three... Okay. The one on the other side? Skrillex. <laughs> Pull the lever, baby. Pull that lever, Kronk. <laughs> uh... That was for you guys. <laughs> Um, see, okay, my joke answer, and honestly, if I was like, for some reason, in an alternate universe where this makes sense, was put into this situation where this has to happen, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'd probably pull it, because I have the whole, th well, he's, he's already done some of his best work, so, you know, we don't want, we don't want him to become like a, like a Paul McCartney and start doing music with Rihanna. Well, I guess he already has, hasn't he? But you know what I mean? Whatever the 30 <laughs> years from now, <laughs> bad pop music is, we don't want him doing music with them. So yeah, I'll just pull the lever. Um, so, okay. I don't. A little bit easier than I thought it was going to be for you. Yeah. No, it, yeah, that it, it's, it's tough. I won't enjoy it. Um, and I'm gonna cry a little later tonight. And I'm sorry, Skrillex, if you happen to be listening to this, but, um, but you're not, so that's okay. Uh, he, he he was gonna sign you, and then he decided to listen to this podcast right before, and then he's like, "Wait a minute!" He's like, "Oh, he has a podcast. Let's listen to this one episode and fast forward about 35 minutes in." Oh, hey, look. <laughs> the the. Yes. I do. I don't think I can come up with a good one for you, but we have talked about the trolley problem a lot, and that's probably why I can't really think, because we've... I, yeah, I, I feel like that's the kind of thing that when you've been friends with somebody long enough, you're going to end up discussing um, at least one or two times about, you know, just kind of like, oh, how would you handle these life situations? Yeah, and and I think there was a period where the trolley problem was really like, hot online i think like a tv show or a movie reference oh yeah it, you know? i feel like they even talked about that in in school sometimes in like um like sociology kind of classes or yeah, psychology classes i'm glad you bring that up mitchell because here is my problem <laughs> i love starting stuff like that because at the end of the day it's not it's never really a problem but here's my problem okay i always have had an issue with the trolley problem um like instinctually when someone first asked me it i didn't feel like it was a good representation of ethics it do it, it doesn't feel like there's enough context like i i never felt like it made sense but either way it, this was just my gut reaction whenever i would hear that because i never like studied especially back then like philosophy and you know ethics and things like that um 
But recently, I stumbled upon some videos and some writings, and apparently, the trolley problem was originally made by a philosopher and ethics major who wanted to help people basically understand why they don't understand ethics. It was kind of like an oversimplification that really isn't what ethics is, but it was almost to help That's people simple. describe the... Apparently the same thing happened with Schrodinger's cat uh, that I just recently found out that I did not know about. That apparently Schrodinger... Oh, I learned that recently as well. Um, oh yeah, that, that like apparently the whole thing was like he was trying to prove the opposite point that everyone says, where everyone's like, oh man, it's the cat exists and doesn't exist at the same time. At and the it, same time, he was like, no, you idiots. It's in the box. Like, yeah. I know it's in the box. Yeah. But they ended up using that for their argument. And he's, yeah. Oh, uh, you, you couldn't be more mad if, like, the thing that you were arguing against became named after you, but for the opposite cause. Oh, dude. Oh, I would drive me insane. Like, yeah, it'd be your worst nightmare. And it, and it makes sense though, because like it, it was always it, it was always interesting to me that the trolley problem felt like there was too many caveats and too many like contextual things on the outside. Because for me, the my first gut instinct, and I know this is dumb, but when somebody asked me the trolley question, I thought like, well, what if this is like supposed to be a thing that happens? And by pulling the lever, I'm fucking something up and actually killing someone. Like, oh, dude, that wasn't going to kill those three people. What are you doing? Like, why did you pull that lever? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like <laughs> so there's like so many layers to it that I was like, this doesn't like, I feel like an, an ethics question shouldn't make you ask 30 other questions to then come to your conclusion. It should usually be based on ethics. Like that's the idea. And it's like, so it's a good tool to get people to start talking about what ethics is, which is what it was meant to be. But then so many people take that problem and go like, well, that's the definition of ethics right there. Whatever you would do, that's your moral compass. And it's like, whoa, okay, not really. And like, and we also sometimes lie. The internet, <laughs> the internet has so much of that where it's like, did you know if you enjoy watermelon, you're probably like 187 pounds and weigh 103 degrees right this second? Like, <laughs> it's it's such weird. You took a very non relations that don't even exist that they just make up because people feel like, oh my gosh, I'm so connected to this now because it's a thing somebody said and it also applies to me. Yeah, you just need that little confirmation. You know, I mean, TikTok is all confirmation bias, right? It's just feeding into the things that you like right i mean that's the internet yeah that's just like yep. even twitter and shit yeah either way uh good question because that was a, literally a video i watched like last week and like went on a whole rabbit hole my whole point was that apparently a lot of ethics professors and like uh scholars and stuff um deny the trolley problem they don't even use it they hate it they don't think it's a good tool for their classroom and like it's only really now used as kind of like an armchair like hey have you heard this interesting thing you know like that <laughs> yep yeah that uh, makes sense i feel like most things that we see a lot in terms of media are things that get uh, popularized by a very small like subcategory uh and then it just gets broadly stroked across everything as this is the definition of what that represents yeah exactly Exactly. I mean, and not even just that, but then it devolves into like people 
misrepresenting even what that definition is and then it falls more into like deeper and deeper yeah like ugh, ugh. i hate the un- the human race is basically what i'm saying no okay I love you guys. Let's let's move on. There are a few more questions, but we'll save them for the next podcast. We'll keep them in like a list. Yeah. Um, so just in case, but I think we should get on to the movie now because uh, there may be lots to talk about. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. Let me pull up my movie notes. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right. So uh, here's a little preface for everybody. So if you've been following us, you know, we like to do our movie reviews at the end, go into detail about a movie we've recently seen that the other person has recommended that we have not seen. The funny part about this one is uh, the date of this is January 26, 2023. So that was when I took these notes and watched this movie. Today's date is April 17th, 2023. Uh-oh. There's a lot of notes here. <laughs> so your job is going to be to connect What's happening in the notes to to the movie as well? You ready for this? Yes. Uh, so last week I suggested Fight Club to Mitchell. Uh, he had never seen it. He had heard about it, some some little tidbits and things like that. So you're not supposed to say the name. Oh shit! My bad. My bad. You're not. I'm. Oh, I already fucked that up pretty quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> I. Well, we, we, so it's a 1999 film. David Fincher, the director, starring Edward Norton and Brad Pitt. Uh, it's a it's a great. It's one of my favorite movies. It's why I suggested it. Um, I it's one of those movies where if somebody hasn't seen it, I try to get them to watch it, but never look up anything else about it because that's like my two questions. I'm like, wait, you haven't seen Fight Club? I'm like, no. And then I go, do you know anything about it? And if they go, no, and look at me confused because they're like, why the, what kind of fucking question is that? I'm always like, don't look up anything and watch it immediately. (laughs) Um. (laughs) And that's what I did. Yes, exactly. And sadly, I know, I knew you knew that there was something going on because, you know, after so many years being online, you're going to run into something. And being friends with you, you know. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sure I've made references before to this movie with you that you had no idea what I was saying and then watching the movie. Not that they would, like, click together or anything, but it's just like, yeah, this makes sense why he's the way he is. Uh, So... (laughs) Yeah, uh, so I'll say, from watching it from the point of view of knowing there was some kind of twist, I I still really enjoyed it. Um, One of the things that I'm typically not a fan of, uh, especially in horror movies, is when they give you the ending at the very beginning. Uh, But for this type of movie, I think it played really well because I think the big twists throughout the movie were bigger than the twist of the ending. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, because like movies that have the end at the beginning, like maybe like a Hitchcock film that almost literally puts like the twist at the end to get you to wonder what the whole rest of the story is going to be isn't quite what this was doing because like this just kind of makes you go like what the fuck is going on you know and then makes you kind of think oh, like, yeah. oh you know what else are we going to do um because yeah like the like from right out the gate when it just starts off with like you know gun in the mouth people are tied up but you're just like what the fuck uh <laughs> uh but it has that yeah, kind awkward of- gun in mouth opening was the note i wrote <laughs> <laughs> we actually well and- I- Oh, by what the hell is happening? Oh, uh, <laughs> is that your next note? Yeah. They, uh, my, oh shit, what was I going to say? Oh, I didn't even realize, uh, until as I'm saying it right now, 
but it's quite literally, uh, you're probably wondering how I got here intro. intro. Um, that is to a T exactly what that situation is. Yeah, I can't remember now, but he might even actually say it out loud. But uh, something along those lines. But no, I... Um, but okay, as a whole, I'll have to ask, what did you think? Did you... did? Don't give me your rating, but like, how did, how did you feel about it? I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Uh-huh. Um, I have a habit of not... And you know this. I, for some reason, just don't watch movies that are highly popular um for whatever reason i haven't seen the godfather uh i haven't seen airplane which is funny because i feel like that's something i'd actually really enjoy i should make a list yeah i should make a list Uh, but i feel like there's a lot of classics that i just haven't seen (laughs) you're you're like "Uh uh (laughs) uh-huh write it down um and and it usually takes something for me to watch them and i'll watch it with an open mind and i think with this one for some reason i still watched it with like this I wanted to find something wrong with it for some reason, and I, I didn't. I, I enjoyed it. I think the twists were well, and they had enough twist in it, too, where I had to question a little bit of everything, which then made me go, am I overthinking it? So it did enough where I was focused on the movie, I was focused on the story, but I was constantly, like, like my brain was trying to solve a puzzle while watching it. Yeah, and, and the movie does kind of set that tone up for you where you feel like something more is going on like because you don't you're not just going into it thinking it's like a a buddy comedy about two dudes who start a fight club like clearly there's like a tone about it that's like eerie like i'm not saying it's like fantasy or anything like that obviously like you don't think anything like crazy is gonna happen but like there is something like tension building eeriness um, There's a lot of context clues. Yes. Oh, it's really good at that. Like, because I don't know if you noticed. Um, and like, there was I, even there was. Oh, go ahead. Um, no, I was going to say, like, in my notes that when we get to kind of talking about the the movie as we go, um, there were things where I wrote down about like what, at one point the girl writes her number down, but she writes it on his hand and not on a piece of paper. And in my head, I was like, could he have just done that? So it, it, it gives you a lot of those kind of moments. Ooh, see, and that's what that's what still makes it a good movie, even if you know. I would say even if you go into it knowing the actual twist of it, um, which, by the way, spoilers. We are going to be talking about spoilers mm-hmm. for Fight Club. Mm-hmm. This is why I suggest watching the movies before listening. Yeah, yep. um, but <laughs> highly recommend. Before you know the twist of it, which let's just say it, Tyler Durden doesn't exist. He's in the main character's head. Um, as kind of like a split personality which again if a movie came out now and does that twist it's almost like goofy like it doesn't really work anymore it like malignant did it but that movie was kind of tongue-in-cheek and it was like goofy horror you know it wasn't it's hard to pull it off since fight club had done it so successfully exactly Um, you know Exactly. You, you really have to almost shoehorn things into to make it not make sense but you know again with this movie you could feel like okay maybe what isn't real but then it becomes okay but how much is, is it not real is yeah. he not even there right now it, it, exactly but at, yeah and and it's that level of okay well i'm still following the story and you are kind of just in it as much as he is right because if you're watching it from his point of view as the narrator even if you were suspecting something your guess is just as good as his as he's going throughout it yeah because yeah it's the um there's a term for it too it's the un 
not unfaithful narrator. Um, sorry, hold on, real quick. My toilet is making like a weird unreliable. Noise. Unreliable. Thank you. Hold on one second. What was I saying? Oh, all I was gonna say is that um, yes, the unreliable narrator. It's it has that sense of like you can't even trust the main character is telling you the truth most of the time. So the movie keeps you on your toes. It's kind of like a. It's like a. It's the same feeling you get watching like a serial killer movie and not knowing who the killer is and you start guessing all of the killers. So then at the end of the movie, when the twist happens, you're like, oh, I knew it. But it's like you ended up guessing a bunch of things, you know, like because I, I know yeah. I did that when I watched this the first time. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole time um, I wasn't sure if she was real and tyler was real mm. uh, i i kind of had figured because they tyler and uh him were never in the same room as somebody else that they were engaging with at the same time um but i i also couldn't tell if she was real and i think they did a really good job of again keeping you constantly on your toes yeah the way they handled that was great too because especially re-watching yeah. it like a couple weeks ago or whatever it was um there was so many scenes where it, without making it too obvious they were never all in the same room at the same time like yep. ever ever mm -hmm. like all the bedroom scene mm -hmm. um she fell off the bed while he was talking to him and, and yeah it, it was all those where again okay i could tell that maybe there's something up but i didn't know which one was was maybe which because there was even a point where i was like maybe the narrator isn't the one that's real like y you know mm-hmm yeah is he like some third party figment of both of their imaginations and the couple you know like who fucking knows at this point it's like what the hell is going on um but yeah no i genuinely love their interactions to edward norton and brad pitt like brad pitt's energy in this movie like i don't think i know another part that he's been in that has this kind of goofy like like i it this is what made me love brad pitt as an actor was this movie Really, yeah. I can see. I can see that he did. I think he did a great job of playing a very unique character. It, it didn't feel like a a typecast character, you know, where he's playing. I don't do that no more. I, I know that's not him. I know we're doing a Mark Wahlberg impression there, but like it, it wasn't one of those characters. It was this, but again, it, it came from somebody who was written as, as some uh, a, a book character. Um, yeah. So shout out to the the author of. Who's the author of yeah, Fight Chuck Palahniuk. I want to give a shout out to Ch Chuck Palahniuk. Shout out to Chuck. Yeah, yeah, good, good guy, good guy. My guy, Chuck. <laughs> no, yeah, he, uh, it's. I don't. I think nowadays the movie doesn't have as strong of like a social message as it did when it came out. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, because it really is like a commentary on like. I, I mean, you could even say, like, toxic masculinity, like, consumerism, capitalism, things like that. But they're all kind of things that our generation now goes, like, well, yeah, no shit, those are bad. And it's like, yeah, it, yeah. But it's because we were raised with movies like this, you know? <laughs> yep. Because, um, yeah, it does have... I I think it's an, it's also interesting, like, socially what the movie has become as a cult classic because people who don't really know anything about it usually just think it's a fighting movie like 
like Rocky or something like that. That's just like, oh, a, a guy works his way up the ranks in an underground fighting ring or something. Yep, it, it, that's what it sounds like. And for that era, it would have totally made sense. Yeah, I mean, you have like an era of like Mortal Kombat and like this these types of games and movies and Street Fighter and shit. I think Fight Club was even a video game for the PlayStation 2, and it was just a fighting game. You would just go into a club and fight each other. So even then, if people never saw the movie and just played the game, they're like, well, this is what the movie is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... But no, did you, so what did you, what, how do you feel about, what do you think, I guess, how do I word this? Like, do you think the movie is successful in trying to have some kind of message or so? Like, so what, like, what do you get out of it when you watch it? Um, I'll say off rip, I didn't necessarily take a message away from it mm-hmm. other than, um, undiagnosed uh, <laughs> treatment can result in quite devastating um, domestic terrorism, even uh, levels of no. Yeah, that's basically. Uh, it. But at the same time, I don't think it had to have like a. And and here's the moral of the story to it. I think it did an incredible job of telling a story that was engaging, that kept you like, like if anything, the story is like maybe. Things aren't always what they seem. Um, but I again, it's one of those, I don't think it had to have a a message behind it to be successful. Um, I, I think the movie just in, it, in itself did a, a great job. Yeah, okay, so I will say my rating of this movie. Yes. Um, I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it a, a plus one from what I think I normally would, just in terms of... Um, how old the movie is compared to, you know, the, the quality and stuff now. So where I would normally give it a seven, I'm going to give it an eight because, uh, I think the story did an incredible job. Um, I, the actors did a great job. Yeah, no, I, I, I liked it. I, I think it was great. It wasn't the, the kind of go-to movie that I would normally pick, but I think everything that they did in this movie was well done and I enjoyed it while I was watching it. Hell yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Cause like I said, I think, I think if you had seen this, it's one of those movies where the context really does matter. Most movies are, makes, but... Makes an impact, yeah. Yeah, like, if you, if you had seen this at the right age or at the right context, it may have hit you differently, who knows? Yeah, and, and for some people, I think it even works in the opposite way, where it's like, if they go into it thinking it's a certain movie and then it's not, and then they... Like, I know there's some, like, gym bros that think that this movie's way too, like, heady. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I gotta think too much and there's too much going on. I thought this was a movie about fighting. You know, like, that's a consensus online, too. So it's like a 3 out of 10 for those people. And I get that. It's like, it's not the movie you wanted or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, mine's a 10 out of 10. Just straight up. It's it's one of the, one of the rare 10 out of 10s for me. Um, I, it's hard to find any flaw with it. Like, the... The music is awesome too. We didn't even mention the music. The Pixies, the um, the Cure, I think is on there. They have a great soundtrack. Oh yeah, good soundtrack. Um, really good. Yeah. So yeah, everything about it, the way it's shot, the actors, man, it's top notch movie. Rewatchability off the charts as well because you notice more things after you learn the twist. You you start to watch it again because you're like. 
well, how the fuck did they do this scene if he wasn't there? But then you watch it again and go, oh, that makes perfect sense. Like, yeah, that that's how that mm. would, yeah. Almost every scene is handled perfectly for you to rewatch and be like, oh yeah, he's never there. It's like the fucking, it's like the sixth sense. Like when you rewatch the sixth sense again and you're like, oh yeah, nobody ever interacts oh, with Bruce Willis yeah. the whole time. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> uh, okay, so... I believe we are on to your suggestion to end this off. What's uh, your uh, what's your recommendation for this week, Mitchell? It's going to be the same movie that I've decided since I had watched that movie. I've already known what I'm making you watch. Oh, fuck. A Haunting on Dice Road 2. Town of the Dead. What? 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 Hold on. That's not a real movie. I'm Googling this. <laughs> There's no freaking way. I'm looking this up. I want to try to stop saying I'm Googling this. I don't want to give that company any <laughs> free advertisement. I'm looking this up. Uh, No. It's got a 6 out of 10. <laughs> what? Can't look anything about it up. I, wait, you don't... Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. I almost read the synopsis. I'm just, I'm just trying to see if, if it was a real movie. And wait, is there a haunting on Dice Road 1? Yes. Oh, there is. There is. Okay. All right. <laughs> it seems the sequel has better ratings for Oh my god, okay. And it's on it's on Prime. Okay. With the subscription. Okay. Oh my god, Mitchell, what are you it's about to make me watch? So good. All so, right, if you're it. at home, please watch A Haunting on Dice Road 2: Town of the Dead with us. So excited to review that with you, Tyler. Jesus, I'm excited. <laughs> well, thank you, Mitchell. <laughs> and thank you, guys. Thank you. Our, our, our countless and dedicated and loyal and, and, and slightly violent viewers. Yeah, tone, tone down the violence a little bit. We, we've been getting emails. Yeah. Uh, not just, cool. Just, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah not cool. Only on Tuesdays, okay? All right, guys. No, thank you for listening to this episode in the Neon Valley podcast. As always, please join the Discord. Uh, link will be in the description. You can keep up to date and ask us some questions, and maybe we'll answer them in the next episode. Who knows? Uh, Mitchell, you want to plug anything or say goodbye? And if you don't, we'll find you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would love to plug uh, my song oolong that is out on all platforms o-o-l-o-n-g by t-s-u-k-u hell yeah let's go and i will mention that i am twitch streaming like four or five days a week so head over to scorch slaps on twitch and watch me play some games and uh chat with y'all all right might even play jackbox with us yeah hell yeah those are fun i love those nights all right man thank you guys for watching you have a good one peace <laughs>